0: What's up, Whisper Nation? We are here for Week 5's Waiver Wire. We are going to get you set to dominate this week right here on the Fantasy Whispers. Right here. What is up, Big Travi? How are you doing, man?
1: I'm doing good, brother. It's that time of uh, week again. Got to get everybody, Whisper Nation, uh, popped and pumped and ready for these uh, waivers, man. They're yeah. going through
0: tonight. They're going through tonight. Hopefully you are not hit with the massive injury bug. Hopefully these are guys that you just need to fill in for your waiver wire uh, or for your bye weeks. But if not, if this is, you know, we're going to give you some guys that you might be able to start season long. So make sure you stick it here. We're going to give you uh, I'm Travis. I'm just going to go into it because we were going to only normally we only do three guys we talk about three running backs three wide receivers uh and then uh we give a tight end and a kicker each week but this week there are, are quite a few running backs that i want to talk about in this show so we're gonna give some extra ones uh but we drop the show every tuesday so if you need help with your waiver make sure you hit that subscribe hit that bell so you get notified whenever we drop new content and we put out Fresh new fantasy football content every single day. So make sure you're subscribed. And if you want to read this full article, what we're talking about here doesn't satisfy your palate enough. And you want more guys. Or maybe these guys are already taken like they are in our league of record. Maybe these guys are already taken and rostered. And you want to see who the deeper dives are. Head on over to the thefantasywhispers.com. You can get this whole entire article. We release it every single Tuesday. And I'll also leave a link in the description below. All right. Travis is the one that writes this. You can find him on Twitter at Travis uh, Big. uh, Sorry, I just botched that. You can find him on Twitter at Big Travi TFW. You can find me on Twitter at Johnny underscore game time. All right, Travis, let's dive into this. These people don't want to hear me talking and rambling about ourselves anymore.
1: I did just want to add, you know, you talked a little bit about the injuries. We obviously had Nick Chubb. We obviously had Uh, You know, some other injuries going on. Austin Eckler. We had some other injuries uh, popping off. But injuries wasn't the only thing that made people need to get to the waiver wire this week, right? We have injuries. You mentioned the two teams on by, Green Bay and Detroit. We also had a COVID scare three times over uh, this week, you know? We had the Pittsburgh-Tennessee game completely moved off the schedule to later in the year. We had the Saints have a false positive scare. And we had the Kansas City game get moved to Monday night, but we weren't sure on Saturday what was going to happen. So this is just a, you know, don't be afraid to come back to this article as the week goes on and see if any of these nuggets are still out there on the waiver. Uh, and like Johnny said, you can get that at fantasywhispers.com. The full article is there.
0: And then also make sure that you do check who was dropped tomorrow morning because sometimes those gems are even better than the ones that are on the waiver wire right now. But let's talk about some of those guys on the waiver wire. Travis, we're going to start with this running back position here. Uh, this first running back has was just recently pulled off of IR, and uh, we're talking about running back for the New England Patriots. We saw him last night. Damian Harris comes in, scores, uh, rushes for 100 yards. But you and I were talking, you know, we're and, and Twitter was having its beef on on Damian Harris because in the first half he looked awfully a lot like Sony Michelle, just in a bigger body. But tell Whisper Nation why they should actually, you know. Go out and try to get Damian Harris, or pick him up off the waivers if he is available, which he is, because he's only rostering thirty percent of Yahoo leagues.
1: Yeah. So here's the thing: last week I mentioned Damian Harris and to try and scoop him up a week early. Well, I mentioned in the article, obviously seventy percent of you in Yahoo leagues did not do that because he's still available. But uh, the the idea was is you you could get a potential lead back for the New England Patriots. Well, out of nowhere, Sony Michelle has a quad that sends him to the IR. The minute that they activate Damian Harris kind of makes you wonder if it was really that big of a deal. Uh, and if the Patriots were just trying to get moved on from Sony Michelle, well enter in Damian Harris. This was everybody's uh, off season training camp, darling for new England. He was looking good. He was being used in the passing game. They said during practice and he gets in. He rushes 17 times, Johnny, for a hundred yards on the nose and look good doing it. Um, you like what you see out of here. Obviously, they got Denver next, then the bye, then San Fran and Buffalo. Some tough matchups, but it does open up down the stretch. And here's the thing. It may not matter with the matchups here if they decide they want to lean on the run, especially depending on how long Cam's going to be out. They're going to have Jared Stidham. They're going to have Brian Hoyer. They're going to want to run this football, control time of possession, and play to their defense. I think Damian Harris is maybe the best running back ad we've had all year so far because of the pure upside of – you know, playing for a Belichick and Josh McDaniel's offense.
0: Let me ask you, do you think his upside is limited with Cam taking a lot of those bull carries? Or do you think that actually uh, they might use him more on the goal line because he's a little bit bigger back than Sony?
1: I would say yes, until we start seeing Damian Harris get used in the passing game. If he starts to get used in the passing game, like they said he could in the summer, then I think Damian Harris will have huge upside. But of the running backs we're talking about this week, um, and the running backs that have kind of come out here, other than maybe Josh Kelly, Damian Harris is going to be that guy you want to add this year as a guy that can really bolster you, get you through some injuries, get you through bye weeks, and etc.
0: All right. So our second running back we have uh, we're going to talk about here is sad, sad news. We talked about at the uh, we touched on it at the tip of the show, but Nick Chubb. Uh, is sent to the IR he got rolled up on it is a spring MCL Uh, so luckily it is not the full season uh, but it is they're saying about six weeks in the absence of course Kareem Hunt came in and now he is a you know top five running back which we've talked about all season long Uh, and he is looking like a potential league winner however there were an, there was another running back uh, for the Cleveland Browns that did see some time and see some snaps after Chubb went out. It wasn't all the Kareem hunt show. So tell Whisper Nation, Travis, why Durnis uh, De um, thank you, Dearness Johnson, uh, who is only rostered on three percent of Yahoo leagues, should be considered for for your team, especially if you're a Nick Chubb owner.
1: I'll just I'll give you Kareem Hunt's stat line over the last couple weeks. How about that? So we've oh. got Kareem Hunt, 16 carries for 46 yards. In week three, 10 carries for 86 yards. In week two, 13 carries for 72 yards. That's just the rushing volume that Kareem Hunt saw with Nick Chubb in the lineup. And that's the, that's the bottom line here. Getting lost in all this you know, situation is that Dearness Johnson is going to play the Kareem Hunt role or the change of pace role for Kareem Hunt now that Nick Chubb is out. And that is valuable for the league's best run-blocking offensive line in Cleveland and a team that Kevin Stefanski... I mean, think about this, Johnny. They scored 49 points against the Dallas Cowboys with Baker Mayfield not even eclipsing 200 passing yards. I mean, that is where this offense is at. They want to run the football. They ran for over 300 yards last week. They want to run the football. And Dearness Johnson is going to be a sneaky flex play most weeks. Uh, You know, think about what we were doing with Josh Kelly a couple weeks ago. We picked up Josh Kelly because it was a split timeshare with Austin Eckler, but the run game was so strong, you liked that. Um, I think that's what's going to happen here with Dearness Johnson. You've got some decent matchups on the slate. Uh, Down the stretch, they'll have Cincy, they'll have Vegas, they'll have Houston, all within the next six weeks. So those are good matchups you like to see, and Cleveland is going to continue to run the football, especially when they go into Dallas and get a huge win, and they did it by running. They're going to continue to do this.
0: So let me just ask you cuz Dontrell Hill- Hilliard also came into this game and got some carries. Uh, are you concerned uh, you know obviously you're saying because on your waiver wire article you always rank these guys uh, how you would you would uh, order them in priority, right? And you have Dontrell Hilliard two spots below uh, where you where you have uh Johnson. So Yeah,
1: Hilliard only saw 6 total touches. You see the 13 carries that uh that Dearness Johnson got, and that was in a in a game with Nick Chubb playing. So yeah. imagine what he's going to get with Nick Chubb completely out, with Kareem Hunt taking over as the first and uh, the first down, first and second down back. So I like Dearness Johnson here, especially as that change of pace, that that Mauler. And I, you know what, honestly, and I'm not saying this will happen, but there could be a world where Dearness Johnson actually takes the Nick Chubb role as the pure grinder, and they leave Kareem Hunt in his very valuable, you know, 10 carries five uh reception role in the red zone those kind of things and i think if that's the case dearness johnson is still even a good ab because of the volume of this rushing attack
0: uh i that's that very interesting point uh i like i like that all right this next player we also touched on in the beginning of the show uh the starting running back for the la chargers austin eckler going down with a very severe hamstring injury and uh, also uh hyperextended knee should be out an extended amount of time. We aren't uh, exactly sure how long that's going to be. Exactly. Uh, he is getting a second opinion, but Joshua Kelly automatically, you know, would presume that he, his uptake would, would see more. He would see more playing time, but now all of a sudden, Justin Jackson, becomes a very interesting waiver wire target, only rostered in 6% of Yahoo leagues, Travis. But this was a guy that we were all talking about last season as a potential league winner. We liked his talent. We thought that he might be able to emerge in the backfield last year, but it just didn't happen. So is now the time where Justin Jackson could actually see and be fantasy relevant, maybe be worth a flex spot, an RB3 spot? Tell Whisper Nation what you like about Justin Jackson and and what he might be able to produce.
1: Justin Jackson is probably the cutoff here for me at this point. Uh, I think there's two big ads here that we just discussed. Damian Harris, Dearness Johnson. I like the upside of those guys tremendously more than I do Justin Jackson. But Justin Jackson makes the cut here because of the fact, not really what he did. I mean, he only had eight total touches last week. And that was the game You know, Eckler went out early. So you're like, oh my God, this isn't a lot of volume. But we have seen them split this backfield in the past. So we know that's part of it. But the really important part here, Johnny, that's going kind of unnoticed in all this, Joshua Kelly, back to back weeks with fumbles that he lost. And we've, we've got Anthony Lynn as a running backs coach by nature. I don't think he's going to appreciate that. So I could see Justin Jackson, the veteran on the team, getting more work because of ball security. And so it's just something, you know, Justin Jackson's not somebody I'm going to uh, want to love to put out there, especially against New Orleans in this next week. And on Monday night but you're going to want to stash him and see how that that volume plays out with those with those two backs.
0: Absolutely love those. Uh we have a couple of other players on uh running backs on this list if you need a running back and want to see this full list, make sure you go on over to the fancywhispers.com at the waiver wire article and you'll get that full list. Uh Travis, before we move on to wide receivers, I do want to ask you about a couple of running backs that you would potentially drop for these guys uh to give whisper nation it's easy to tell them who to pick up but some of them need help with who they should drop so let's kind of define a line as to where you would go uh to pick up one of these guys all right the first guy i'll throw out is uh let's go with jeff uh jeffrey wilson uh running back for san francisco uh he's been a, a a flex option the last few weeks this past week was a little bit disappointing um but would you drop Jeff Wilson with the news that Mostert might be back? For any of these guys? Yeah, I,
1: I would. I would drop him from all three that we for all three that we mentioned here, just okay. based on the path to success. Uh, Jeff Wilson would need another injury to Mostert, or a, 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 you know, and and even with the injury last week where Mostert missed the game against a tough Philly defense, I mean, dominate. Uh, Jarek McKinnon dominated snaps here, so it doesn't look like this team wants to use anybody but their two you know equally paid backs and Raheem Mostert and Jerick McKinnon
0: all right would you drop Dion Lewis
1: yeah I think Dion Lewis could be dropped Devonta Freeman basically took over the backfield last week I think that's what we kind of saw happening
0: all right Brian Hill who was on last week's uh waiver wire article would you drop Brian Hill for one of these guys
1: Yeah, I think you could drop Ryan Hill as well. You saw the Falcons kind of get girly going in that game last night uh, against the Green Bay Packers.
0: All right, I'm going to get a little bit tougher here then. Um, Would you drop Naheem Hines or Malcolm Brown?
1: Uh, I would drop Naheem Hines uh, for the the top two. Okay. And I would drop Malcolm Brown for the top two, um, but I would not drop uh, Malcolm Brown or Naheem Hines for Justin Jackson.
0: And then the That's last off there. The last name I'll, I'll name here, Miles Gaskins. Would you drop Miles Gaskins for any of these guys?
1: I would drop Miles Gaskin for Damian Harris. I might pause on Dearness Johnson. Gaskin is continuously getting more involved in this offense. And if he could just get the goal line work that they've been stubbornly given to Jordan Howard I really think Gaskin could have a good year, mm-hmm. um, and and be an all-around back. Dearness Johnson, I think, would need a Kareem Hunt injury mm-hmm. to be you know more valuable than than Gaskin.
0: All right, um, love those. All right, let's move on over to the wide receiver position here. Uh, Travis, we know that the Indianapolis Colts have su- suffered a lot of injuries. You had Michael Pittman go on IR. You had uh, you had Paris Campbell, who was supposed to be his breakout darling. He was showing it. Uh, he goes out right with uh, looks to be a season-ending injury. T.Y. Hilton's not cutting it, but this guy Zach Pascal has stepped up and seems to have you know fit real nicely in that slot position. He's only rushed on four percent of Yahoo leagues. Is he a, a guy that Whisper Nation can turn to just this week, or is he a long-term play, you think, at the wide receiver position?
1: I'm interested to see how he plays this week. I don't think uh, mo- most most of these wide receivers are going to be ranked that way where you can just kind of plug and play. Like Scotty Miller, I think, who we'll talk about is a little bit interesting on this short week. But with Zach Pascal, I think the, the bottom line is this. We thought it would be Paris Campbell because he's a slot-wide receiver. And that is what Philip Rivers has loved, you know, the the peppering of the slot-wide receiver, the guy who gets open a lot. Well, Paris Campbell went down immediately after his breakout game. Then you saw – excuse me. Oh, excuse me. Uh, you, got, you saw Zach Pascal, Michael Pittman, both uh, kind of trade back and forth uh, games here. And then Pittman goes down with the injury. And what does Pascal do? Only leads the team in targets with eight. He catches three of them, but for 58 yards, I mean, that's pretty good on three receptions. You like to see that. So not only is he a slot guy getting open, but it's getting open down the field. Um, So for me, I think Pascal has some season-long value, especially if he continues to get this kind of volume in this offense because, you know, the Colts have have benefited from having teams that they've handled pretty well, pretty easily. That's not going to be the case all year. Games are going to get tougher. They're going to get more competitive. Rivers is going to have to win some games or try to win some games for them. And that puts Pascal as somebody that could have season-long value if he continues to see seven, eight, nine targets a game.
0: I love that. All right, the next wide receiver on this list is a rookie wide receiver, but he is slowly taking over more and more of that, uh, you know, the routes ran there from a, a veteran. A veteran we know and love. And A.J. Green, we're talking about T. Higgins here. Wide receiver, rookie wide receiver for the Cincinnati Bengals. Looks to have a nice chemistry with, uh, a, you know, other rookie, Joe Burrow there. T. Higgins only rostered on 33% of Yahoo! Leagues. Why, Travis? Why only 33%?
1: Well, he's a rookie. There's a lot of malice to feed in Cincinnati. If you look at A.J. Green, you look at Tyler Boyd, you look at T. Higgins, you look at Joe Mixon in the passing game, even Gio Bernard. There's there's pl- plenty of people around. But what we've seen out of T. Higgins, we like, um, especially because of what's going on here. We've got six targets, then nine targets, then seven over the last three weeks. Okay, and His snap percentage has not dipped below 57% in the last three weeks. You like to see that. We've got John Roskett, you know, be a healthy scratch in multiple games. Um, and you love this 77 yards uh, last week that he saw. But, Johnny, what I've been really loving about T. Higgins, he now leads the Bengals wide receivers in red zone targets. He's a big-body guy, six foot four, 210, that they like to use in the red zone, and that is great news for fantasy because the touchdowns could be plentiful once Burrow and Higgins really solidify this chemistry. Um, I'm a big fan of what Cincinnati's doing on offense. They're Only Dallas has more passing attempts this year. Uh, They're one of the top five teams in neutral passing game script uh, or in neutral game script passing um, because they like to just throw the ball. I mean, Joe Burrow was in an interview saying that, you know, Zach Taylor lets me throw with an open set, no running backs. I love that. I get to see the field better. So I think all of that makes T. Higgins one of the best ads last week and one of the best ads this week as well.
0: All right, this third guy we're going to talk about on this wide receiver list, uh, he had a a, a touchdown. We've seen him, you know, have a rapport with Tom Brady there in Tampa Bay. We are talking about, you know, somewhat of a Julian Edelman clone here in Scotty Miller, who Tom Brady is just loving, absolutely loving but fantasy owners aren't really uh, loving him because he's only rostered in 16% of Yahoo leagues, Travis. But let Whisper Nation know what you're seeing about Scotty Miller, how he could potentially help you as a, a really nice wide receiver three upside play uh, potentially moving forward this year.
1: Yeah, so five or more targets in three or four games this year. Obviously, with Godwin out last week, we saw him get seven targets, catch five of them for 83 yards and a touchdown. You love to see that, that he's getting involved in the red zone. And, Johnny, what's not being talked about enough here is Mike Evans rolled his ankle a bit in that game, and this is a short week. So let's say Mike Evans isn't a go. You could see a situation where Scotty Miller is the only guy really – I mean, obviously Justin Watson would be there, but then Scotty Miller is the only guy who's shown chemistry uh, with Tom Brady. And, and then O.J. Howard also out right now uh, for the rest of the year with an Achilles injury. Scotty Miller is that guy in the middle of the field – That Brady could look to and if he continues to see seven targets from Tom Brady who looks to be dialed in now uh, that could be really really profitable for fantasy GMs yep
0: all right just a couple of other names on here uh, on this list I'll just touch on Alshon Jeffrey Uh, you have Tim Patrick who had a mega game Uh, there's some other guys on this list so once again if you want to see this full list and read the whole entire article head on over to the fantasywhispers.com a link is in the description as well. Uh, so make sure you check that out. And we put that out every single Tuesday uh, by Big Travi here. All right, Travis, I'm going to give you a couple of names of wide receivers. That I think I have a, a real nice grouping here of, of some players that you might consider dropping for some of these guys. So I'm going to throw them out at, at you. All right. We got uh, Corey Davis. Would you rather have Corey Davis or with uh, A.J. Brown looking to come back? Uh, or would you rather have you know a guy like Zach Pascal or or T Higgins, Scotty Miller?
1: Well, and it's not even just uh, you know with what's going on, like uh, with AJ Brown coming back, but the Titans need to try and play this week, right? You know, with the COVID situation, so yeah, I think I would be willing to part with Corey Davis for Zach Pascal and for T Higgins and even Scotty Miller. Um, I like those three up there. I think they have season-long staying power as well.
0: All right. Would you drop Russell Gage for any of these guys?
1: I would not drop Russell Gage just yet. We have Julio pulled up with the hamstring on Monday night. So I think Gage is actually worth a little bit more of a stash here. Um, And that defense is so bad, Johnny. They're going to be throwing every game. I think you should hang on to Gage.
0: Uh, Emmanuel Sanders. We saw Traquan Smith pop off. Uh, We're presuming Michael Thomas comes back pretty soon. Uh, Would you you drop Emmanuel Sanders?
1: I think you could drop Manny Sanders, and I think it's more about Michael Thomas is not only due back. You have Traquan Smith doing his thing. Um, But outside of Alvin Kamara, this offense just really runs through, you know, a a very consolidated targetry. But then next week, they're on a bye, Johnny. So if you've got to move on from Sanders, I don't blame you.
0: All right. Uh, I will try – let's give you – I'll give you another waiver wire guy that some people are hanging on to. What about Keelan Cole? He showed some high upside early on in the season, but has since, uh, you know, uh, dwindled out a little bit. He's getting seventy-two percent of the snap share, um, you know, and, and he had six six point six fantasy points in the last game. Forty-six receiving, four reception for forty-six receiving yards. So, uh, would you drop Keelan Cole for any of these guys?
1: Yeah, I think I'd be okay dropping Keelan Cole for Pascal, Higgins, and even Scotty Miller. I think the thing is, is at his best, Keelan Cole is right around a Scotty Miller, I think. And so I think if he's going to rank around the third best waiver option right now, I mean, the bottom line is Shark looked back and look as the number one in this offense. And so Keelan Cole's ceiling to be a number one, I just don't think it's there. Where Higgins could lead his team in targets, I think, by the end of the year, and Pascal definitely could with Phillip Rivers' style of play.
0: All right, Travis, I want to kick it before we end this show. I want to give Whisper Nation a tight end uh, that we we recommend. And I got to give you uh, the rounds on this one. I'll give you your time on this because I know you're excited about this one. Uh, and then we'll give also a couple of uh, streaming quarterbacks uh, right after that. So uh, without further ado, I'll, I'll give you your, your, your time on the tight end here that you want to just be – Beat your drum because you've been you've been telling Whisper Nation, you told him to go get him on Friday on our live. Yeah,
1: yeah. So if you were watching us on our News and Nuggets Friday, which you guys should always check out, we go live on Friday, give you the news and nuggets after the practice reports come out. Devontae Adams was said he was going to be a game time decision, right? And so what I advised Whisper Nation was maybe you should pivot, especially if your league allows a tight end flex, put Devontae Adams in your flex and pivot to Robert Tonyan Now, if you did that. You got paid off in a big way, 98 yards, six catches, um, three touchdowns, Johnny. His name is Robert Tanyan, and he dominated uh, for the Packers. And look, I I don't know how much season-long staying power he has, but I was actually looking at it, and even when Devontae Adams returns, you're going to see a situation where Alan Lazard is no longer in this offense for an extended period of time. And Alan Lazard was that possession receiver that, You know, dink and dunk guy in a lot of ways for Aaron Rodgers. And I think Tanyan can be that. And here's the thing that I love the most. Rodgers was calling Tanyan an ascending player uh, in the postgame interview. And when you get three touchdowns, I don't know how you can argue with that. One thing to note about Tanyan, he is on bye this week, so it would be more of a stash. But you should probably get ahead of your league mates if you really need the tight end help.
0: Definitely love that one. All right, quarterbacks, Travis. Let's do uh, uh, two streamers here that uh, you like this week that you can pick up off of waivers. Both of these guys I see are um, you know under fifty percent rostered. So the first quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater, had a, a monster game against the Arizona Cardinals, uh, but you like him to repeat this week. Uh, yeah, this plays
1: Arizona, or plays Atlanta, Johnny. Yeah. Uh, so if you play Atlanta, you can start your players. <laughs> start like, them that's, up. That's how, that, that's how it works. And you like to see, which we haven't seen in a long time out of Teddy Bridgewater, him running. 32 yards, six carries, and he got a rushing touchdown on a nice run. Mm-hmm. So you really like what you saw out of Teddy Two Gloves. Uh, really got it going against Arizona. Your Arizona Cardinals over there, Johnny. Um, but he, I think he's a good bet to repeat this week and probably should be picked up if you're in need of streaming QBs. You got Rodgers. You got Stafford on bye this week. Maybe you need to go pick as up as of now. Teddy those are the
0: only two teams, but yeah, we'll see what
1: happens with COVID. Yeah, yeah.
0: all right. And then the last one, uh, we keep saying it, but still, he's available in over fifty percent of leagues. Uh, not the most confident from week to week, but he certainly has a juicy, juicy matchup, and that is Gardner Minshew this weekend. Only rostered on forty six percent of leagues, but he does get the Houston Texans, who uh, let's just say are in a bad spot right now.
1: Yeah, they're hurting right now. Uh, They're hurting. They just hired their their head coach uh, and GM and Bill O'Brien. Look, I'm afraid to kind of bring up Minshew because when I love him, he does terrible. And when I hate him, he does great. So I'm just going to say I don't like him this week. Even though he's got a great matchup, I don't like him. That way you go out there, Whisper Nation, and you can start him and he'll play well because I do think it's a great matchup and I do think... Uh, with DJ Shark back, you can trust what's going on over there in the Jacksonville offense.
0: All right, Whisper Nation, that does it for today's Waiver Wire. It's week five Waiver Wire. If you want to read the full article, make sure you check it out in the link in the description below or just head on over to the FantasyWhispers.com and you can read it every Tuesday on there. All right, Whisper Nation, if you haven't done so already, please subscribe to our channel. Hit that bell so you get notified anytime we drop new content, which is daily. Till next time, that is Big Travi. Find him on Twitter at Big Travi TFW. I'm Johnny underscore game time on Twitter. Peace out, Whisper Nation. Good luck on those waivers. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Whisperers podcast. You can hear more from John and Travis on Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at TF Whisperers.